Welcome to Graduating Grief, a podcast designed to help you step back into living your life with joy after loss. If you're ready to move from surviving to thriving, you've come to the right place. Here's your host and inspirationista, Sherry Dunleavy. Hi there, Sherry Dunleavy, your inspirationista. And today I want to talk to you about positive grief support. You know, it is so important that we tell our story so that we can process our story. And it is healthy to talk. And oh, how wonderful it is to find that friend who can just be present for us and listen to us as we tell our story without us being reminded that this might be the 10th, 11th, 16th, 25th time of telling it right? We're trying to to figure out what happened, what we could have done better, what could have gone differently. And it is important for us to tell our story and to share our story. But where we get caught up in is the fact that Sometimes we tell our story over and over and over again, trying to find a new audience. This is where it can become perhaps detrimental. And and I don't mean to ruffle feathers, but this might ruffle yours. If you're someone who just is attached to the story of how your loved one died or what you could have done differently. So Like I said, it is helpful to process your story. And if you can find a friend, that's wonderful. And a lot of times we find support groups and it's like a breath of fresh air because finally, finally, we found a group of people who know exactly how we're feeling and they get it. They get it. And just knowing that who you're telling your story to gets this because they have felt many of the same things too is priceless. But here's what I found. I found that it can, as as it can be so helpful towards your journey of healing your grief, if you stay too long, it can hinder your recovery. Oh, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is when I was in a support group and I was in one of the best support groups and it was well-matched. I had lost an infant son. My husband and I lost our infant son. And this was a support group for those who had lost infants or had miscarriages or had stillbirths. And so this was a group of parents who lost children at the various earliest, very earliest stages. And so we got it. We were, we were a community and we understood each other. And while this was a group of the most loving, caring, generously, generous and spirited people, and they helped my husband and I so much during the time that we were with them, there came a time where I was feeling worse after I left than before I walked in. That told me that I was ready to graduate. 
that I was ready for the next level. My husband couldn't understand when I told him I didn't want to go back anymore. He said, why? These are the most wonderful, loving people. I said, you're right, they are. But the fact of the matter is when before, when I would tell my story, it would make me feel better to get it off my chest, to process it, to have an audience of someone to hear it. But now I feel like I have to tell my story and I get myself so worked up and so sad again. And I was feeling pretty good. And I don't want to feel sad every other Tuesday of the week because we met every other Tuesday night. You see, I was ready to graduate, but I had no place to go. So this is what I want to caution you when you are telling your story. I want you to be really, really cognizant of the fact is, is when telling your story, is it helpful? Does it feel like a release? Does it feel like you feel better? Or is it telling your story, getting you so riled up that you're caught in your grief again? Because that could be hindering your recovery. That may mean that you're ready to graduate. And what happens is sometimes we tell that story over and over and over again. And we become so attached to that story that we feel if we give up that story, we're giving up our loved one. If we give up that pain, that's going to signal that we didn't love our person as much as we did. That's, that's not true. There's no one who loves their child more than its mother. I will never forget my son. I will never not love my son. And this year, losing my father, I'm never going to forget my father. I'm never going to not love him. I'm never not going to be sad when I notice that he's missing in my life. But I know I'm not going to be attached to the story and to the pain. We did as best we could. We pulled out all the stops. The outcome, I cannot change. So I cannot keep revisiting and going back because nothing's going to change except that I'm going to continue to be sad and in pain and suffering. And I've been gently saying to myself, Sherry, you don't want to go back there. That's painful. Why would you want to go back to those last few weeks or days or hours of your dad's life when you had 59 years of having a dad that poured so much love and kindness and compassion and humor into your life? Why do you want to spend that time in the, in the most painful periods? If someone else tried to do that, I think you might even say that that might be cruel. So why would you want to be cruel to yourself? So my advice to you is pay attention to your stories. Pay attention to who you surround yourself with. Pay attention to the kind of support that you're receiving. If you are finding people that lift you up and encourage you and support you, yet want to move you forward in your healing, you found a great community. If you find people that acknowledge your pain, sit with your pain, and encourage you to stay with your pain for the rest of your life, you might want to rethink things. In fact, I might even say you might want to run 
because these aren't people who want you to graduate. They want you to stay and sit in the pain with them. Life's far too beautiful, my friend, to lay and decay when you can step into living a life with purpose and passion and joy. It is possible to graduate from your grief. I am living proof. So I wanted to tell you about our graduating grief community. It is on Facebook. It is free. It is support that is positive and encouraging you as you take these steps. So for example, what does that mean? That means if you're having a bad day and you're telling your story, the members in our group are not going to be pulling you back into your sorrow. They're going to be acknowledging your sorrow. They might sit in your sorrow with you, but we're also going to help you move a little further out of your pain so that you can step into the direction of growth. So how can we do this? And how do we do this? Because we all want the same thing. We believe in moving through our pain and suffering and stepping into living our life with joy again. So I encourage you to join us in this support community. If you have friends that are struggling, it's a new kind of support group, one that encourages you every step that you take towards your healing. We're applauding you. We're happy and we're excited and we're all journeying towards living with joy again. So I hope that you'll join us and you can just find us on Facebook at Graduating Grief. Thank you for listening to the Graduating Grief Podcast. For more information on the Graduating Grief community, workshops, and retreats, go to www.sherrydunlevy.com. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, review, and share.